Thank you so much for the kind introduction. So competing to offer a comprehensive genomic profiling service for tumor samples is challenging, especially as panels increase in size and complexity. Now that means that we are more than ever challenged how to quickly prioritize and confidently classify relevant variants. At the same time, oncology drug development advances and an increasing number of treatment decisions require now evidence and options beyond the current guidelines, which need to be guided by the appropriate level of clinical evidence from the literature. The expectation of thoroughness of clinical reports are high, which requires a more than ever comprehensive variant and disease-specific research. And researching and writing interpretations can even be more time-consuming, and all this increased effort needs to be done while maintaining a rapid turnaround and achieving high accuracy. So how has Kygen helped Molecular Diagnostic Lab to successfully launch the Genomic Profiling Service? We worked with you to integrate and automate our bioinformatics pipelines into, our, into your existing systems for a seamless end-to-end -end NGS bioinformatics workflow with reduced tens on time. We advised on effective filtering cascades and virtual panels to quickly slice hundreds and sometimes thousands. And if you are using whole exome or whole genome sequencing, you know, you may end up with millions of variants. And we slice this into different views that allows you to quickly grasp the mutational landscape of the, the tumor sample. Now, for every variant in the tumor, in the tumor profile, um, our software computes the variant classification based on the AMP and the ACMG guidelines. Um, but you also have access to an additional expert opinion from our variant scientists that allow you to be confident in the variant classification. Now, to reduce um, any, any time to, to research and write variant and disease-specific evidence summary, um, you have access to expertly written variant interpretive comments. Within the next 45 minutes, um, Cheryl and I will present to you how you can prepare, prioritize, and report on clinical relevant variants with confidence at scale using our latest solution, QCI Interpret 1. So QCI Interpret 1 allows you to generate oncologist-ready reports, which provide a comprehensive overview of the patient's molecular profile. Expert variant and disease-specific summaries are provided for biologically or clinically relevant variants. So the first part of the report that you see here on the right not only provides an overview of potential relevant EMA-approved treatments, but also provides a note to the oncologist here in the bottom of the page of any interactions, meaning if co-occurring mutations may impact prognostic, diagnostic relevance, or may affect therapeutic outcomes. Now, oncologists will also receive a note that's also here in the bottom of the page. It's guideline information from the ESMO, WHO, or ELN 
is available, which um, they can then review on the subsequent pages of the report. So at a high level, how do you generate those comprehensive reports using Future Interpret 1? So data files are uploaded and contextualized minimally with the patient's disease type to allow for accurate display of disease-specific content. In the first step, variants are prioritized based on the most clinically relevant variants. In the subsequent step, you can classify the variants and report uh, treatments and trials. These steps are powered by the Kaiser knowledge base that allows the computing of information based on the diagnosis you provided. The last step, the report building step, allows you to retrieve ready-to-use variant and disease-specific summaries without the time-consuming step of writing those by yourself. And those summaries are written by our professional interpretation team, and Cheryl will provide you more details about our experts in the second half of our talk. In addition, our experts provide you with a second opinion on the variant classification to increase the confidence in the accuracy of your classification. And then you can use our software um, to, to generate a final report, and that is in the form of either PDF or XML that then you can incorporate back into your system. So Pisa Interpret 1 is therefore powered by the aggregated knowledge from the Kaiser knowledge base, combined with expertise from our professional interpretation team. Now, Pisa Interpret 1 is built also on a flexible platform, which provides the flexibility for customization of the workflow, or reporting and automation of different workflow steps, such as the upload of data, or for example, the reporting of variants, drugs, or clinical trials. However, to get started, we offer a variety of turnkey workflows for commercial off-the-shelf panels. In addition, um, you also have uh, the flexibility to manually interact with the software in a user interface, and uh, we will show you um, the, the user interface in a second, or partially or completely automate the workflow using APIs to reduce the hands-on time and increase turnaround time. Now, access to knowledge is key in confident decision-making. As I mentioned before, PCI Interpret 1 takes advantage of a cardio knowledge base and um, expert interpretations. And it draws from more than 20 years of expert curation of genomic and cancer-related literature that's aggregated in the Kaiser knowledge base and is combined with more than 10 years of accumulated knowledge in providing a professional interpretation service for somatic variant interpretation and therefore empowers your lab with the world's largest manually curated knowledge of biological and clinical variant and disease-specific information. Now, what uh, truly differentiates the Kaiser knowledge base from other databases? It basically transforms 
unstructured data from the literature into machine-readable units to allow computing of content for each patient case. The knowledge-based structure allows us to aggregate manually curated scientific literature and professional guidelines and model the data with semantic consistency. And the knowledge base allows us to capture biological, phenotypic, therapeutic, and outcome data for subsequent transformation into clinically relevant information for each um, patient case. So now how does Kaijun transform unstructured data from the, from the uh, articles into computable units? So this is accomplished through a unique knowledge-based model. So we have a team of expert curators, which are uh, PhD scientists, um, and we also have MDs that we leverage to read the scientific um, literature, including figures, tables, supplementary information, and they use a rigid curation protocol to add relationships such, and, such as an alteration, clinical effect, drug, and disease association into a structured format in a knowledge base. These are not human-readable. These are basically different units that, that uh, uh, we have developed relationships to. And we can now use these relationships and units to compute the pathogenicity and actionability for each variant and return science and disease-specific information for each case. Now, to make sure that um, this data is, um, is, is also um, readable for, for us, um, we use NLG processing to return um, a human readable sentence that you see here at the bottom of the page um, to describe the essence of an experiment. For example, if there's a functional study or, or clinical trial result from a paper, and in this case, it basically describes that there's a, a variant that increases resistance to a certain drug in a certain setting. So now, um, how often is the data in the Kaiser knowledge base updated? Um, to ensure an up-to-date knowledge base, uh, the content is updated mostly on a weekly basis, which allows us to cope with the increasing number of bearing-specific literature and changing information from labels and, and clinical trials guidelines. Um, Case Interpret 1 um, displays also um, uh, information from a variety of, of uh, different databases. Those databases allow you to rapidly assess the frequencies of this alteration of individuals from the general population, as well as understand the somatic frequency in context of the diagnosis. PISA Interpret 1 also allows you to review records for the exact variant from other laboratories, so such as, as ClinVar. Um, and that's saving you time of doing the individual queries manually by yourself. Now, just to note, PCI would one supports two gene models, the RESTIC and the Ensemble gene model. So why do I spend so much time providing insights into the Kaiser knowledge base? 
because the machine readable data has the advantage of computing of content for every patient case. What does that mean for variant interpretation? So first of all, QSA interpret one can instantly prioritize clinically relevant variants from any essay. Second, QSA interpret one is able to provide for every variant across your whole genome in any cancer type, a computed classification based on the ACMG and AMP guidelines, the molecular function, uh, incidence and disease, hereditary clinical cases, <coughs> uh, match treatment options um, or, 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 or treatment information uh, that um, uh, point to either a sensitive or, or resistant association, and open-end recruiting clinical trials. So let's jump into uh, the, the user interface. How is the information from the knowledge base displayed into QCA Interpret 1? So after you have uploaded a case, uh, you will uh, find a variant list. And this variant list it's basically the NGS result, in this case, of an acute myeloid leukemia sample. Each row represents an alteration detected in the tumor and the different colors uh, that, such as this red or the pink, indicates the QCI computed, action, uh, uh, computed pathogenicity classi classification. You also see at the bottom here, the 1A to C or Tier three, um, that indicates the QCI computed actionability classification. We have um, smaller badges to the right. Those are informational badges that provide an initial clue what information is available for this variant, such as variant is sensitive to therapies or has prognostic implications. So this view basically provides a broad overview of the patient's molecular profile. Now, we talk about prioritization of variants. You can transparently review a prioritization cascade that your lab has set up and review the filtering parameters. Again, those are all controlled by your lab, but you have the visibility to understand how many variants um, were in your initial <clears throat> data set um, all the way up to the bottom uh, where, um, uh, to, to the bottom of the filtering cascade. Now, you can basically walk up and down the filtering cascade to review variants that are filtered out. Um, so I, I indicate this here with the arrow that I walked up this step. And this transparency is it's useful to identify uh, and not just review your filtering cascade, but also to identify potential low allelic fraction acquired resistance mutations or diagnostic mutations that may not necessarily pass through to the bottom of the cascade. Um, with this transparency, you still have the flexibility to then report those, for example, low allelic fraction mutations onto the final report if you deem them um, important. Now, on the right-hand side, you have the option to, to slice the hundreds or thousands of variants by changing the different views. 
um, to, for example, only see variants that are uh, tier one or tier two variants, which mean that either had are of strong clinical significance or potential significance, or you can use um, virtual panels that allow you to quickly grasp, grasp the mutational landscape of the tumor sample and assess which variants you need to review in, in more depth. So if you are changing those virtual views, suddenly you only have to review maybe eight variants uh, that you deem of, of uh, high importance in your, um, in your workflow. You can establish these uh, disease-specific gene lists um, in your lab or work with us together to develop those gene lists and, and then basically focus only on variants and genes that may have, in this case, have therapeutic prognostic or diagnostic relevance in different myeloid malignancies based on information from guidelines. Now, <clears throat> the list page also allows you to identify variants that have been previously observed in tumor samples that our expert team has interpreted. So as of now, our, our team of experts have um, interpreted over 200,000 variants. And th those were variants that were submitted uh, to us for, from real tumor samples for interpretation. And those are indicated here with um, an expert interpretation icon. So all variants that have an E icon have been previously observed. Now, what you can do with that is that you can use the combined knowledge from the Kaiju knowledge base and, and the experts. Um, and it allows you to really confidently distinguish variants of uncertain significance from those that may have clinical relevance. And I'm going to show you um, an example um, of that in a second. So when you review a variant, you can click on the um, functional impact icon and it opens the reported functional impact section. And in that section, it provides you with an expertly written summary of the molecular function backed up with references. It also provides you with curated references from the Kaiju knowledge base, and it provides you the, the evidence from com computational methods. This combined knowledge allows you to confidently interpret the functional impact and relevance of this mutation. Now, alternatively, in this case, for example, the combined knowledge allows you to confidently distinguish variants of uncertain significance from those who may have clinical relevance. So in here, what you can see is that this variant does not have any literature support by the Kaiju knowledge base. And all it is known currently that there are some predictions that based on CUT, it predicts a deleterious effect. Now, what our variant scientists have done is that they did a targeted curation approach of this variant and specifically researched the literature and the data-based uh, sources and determined truly the unknown impact. So you can be confident that despite having computational um, methods present, that 
a, a concrete and a focused literature search has resulted that the, the effect of the protein from the literature has been unknown. Now, if you want to dive deeper into the characteristics of an alteration, we have uh, what we call a one-stop shop, uh, very detailed view organized into several different expandable sections that allows you now to review the detailed information about the alteration in context of the submitted diagnosis. So in the interest of time, I'm not able to dive into the details of each section, but I want to highlight a few important sections. So, the laboratory observation section is a quick and transparent way to review and track the history of the variant classification across several different phenotypes and allows you to also review the notes from your lab who have done the classification. Now, the other section I want to highlight is the effect of protein section. And it allows you to quickly understand the location of the mutation in a gene if it falls into an important dom domain as highlighted here in, in yellow. So for this variant, it's actually quite important to note if it's located in, um, and that's a split green IGD, if it's located in the exon 14 mutation, which is the mutation, the, the, the domain where typically split 3 ITDs occur. It also allows you to see if the variant falls into a region where typically pathogenic mutations are observed, as you can say here with this red dotted line. Those are all mutations that we have previously observed that are pathogenic in that region. It also provides a view and gives you an idea if mostly gain-of-function mutations are present in that region or loss of function mutations. Yeah. Now, what this view also helps you to do is to highlight if double mutations in a gene are present. And in this case, uh, what I highlighted here in this blue box is a mutation with this triangle. You can see a mutation that is uh, present here in this view, but you can also see another great odd mutation is those are mutations that are present in this patient. So why I'm highlighting this is observations if patient has a single or double mutation in a gene may be of clinical relevance as double mutations can lead to either an increased or decreased drug sensitivity or affect the prognostic outcomes as it is in the case here of a B-allelic ZBP3A mutation in AML. There's a different way to identify double mutation in genes. If you go back to the variant list page, you have the ability to, what I highlighted here on the right-hand side, to group the actionability or even pathogenicity by genes. And then further access if those double mutations may affect then the biological impact as their therapeutic relevance or prognostic outcomes. Now, within the variant details page, Heath Interpreters 1 provides 
uh, front and center and assessment section. And that assessment section displays the computed actionability and pathogenicity criteria. So what I want to focus here on is the actionability for this bearing. So what you can see here in these different rows is that all tiers that are applicable will be shown to transparently indicate the actionability options for this alteration. For each tier, the underlying clinical evidence can be viewed by clicking on the, the hyperlink and it opens up the bibliography. And it allows them to, to transparently indicate uh, what, what, what actionability options for this alteration is available. So in this case, you can view what I showed here, the ESMO and the ELN specific summaries on the prognostic outcome of this mutation. You can also review um, EMA specific information that may be relevant for this variant in context of AML. Now, Subsequently, um, in this very detailed section, you will be able to see also a treatment section, and that provides you further insight into uh, therapeutic options for for your for for, for your for your sample. Um, you have the option to filter specifically to um, EMA-approved drugs to avoid the review of um, you know a drug drug information that's not applicable to your region. So for each drug response, a level of evidence is provided in context of the disease. And again, we have hyperlinks so that you're able to review the references. For clinical trials, you are able to filter down specifically to, um, uh, to, to a location of your interest. So in this case, I set the location to to Germany, and that may enroll uh, that to Germany, and you will be only able to see clinical trials that may enroll patients with AML in Germany. Now, in this section, uh, what what you can see here, you can mark those uh, drugs or trials as what we call reportable, so it ends up on a draft report. I want to get back quickly to the assessment section, is that one thing I want to note is that you always have full control over the recording and adjusting of the assessment um, of a variant. So you can either say I remove or add a criterion, or you can in the bottom just manually adjust the overall um, um, classification of, of the variant and you have control over the reportability. Do you want to report out that variant or you don't? So you can set, set the assessment appropriately. Now, once you have gone through your variant um, uh, information and the report reportability, you will end up on the last stage, which is called the review and report building step. In this step, it allows you now to generate comprehensive reports basically in minutes without any any steps where you have to write interpretive comments by yourself. Um, in this review and report page, 
basically all the variants are just like that you would like to have uh, reported on a re on on your on your final report and we have a column here called expert interpretation column and it displays variants which by default will receive variant and disease specific interpretation and this is done by a simple click on submit for expert interpretation so in this moment i'm going to hand over to cheryl who will describe now in depth the expert interpretation and our expert team um, that will um, feed in the information back into qci interpret one for so that you don't have to write up your interpretations by yourself Thank you, Beata, for your excellent presentation and kind introduction. Um, I just need to, can you, next slide, please. I'm sorry, I'm unable to advance the slides. If you could advance the slide, that would be great. Thank you. The expert interpretation component of QCI Interpret One is driven by QCI Precision Insights, the former N of One. QCI Precision Insights provides human analysis on top of the computed variant classifications that are provided by QCI Interpret, allowing for detailed interpretation of gray areas in complex scientific situations. Precision Insights also triages and summarizes content for lab director review to assist in report writing, helping to further shorten turnaround times. QCI Interpret One gives users the power of both, both of the Kyogen knowledge, sorry, the power of both the Kyogen knowledge base assembled from over 20 years of curation and the N of one accumulated knowledge generated over 10 years of patient case analysis. So who is N of one? N of one was founded in 2008 and we have grown and evolved with the field of precision medicine. Back at the beginning, we worked directly with physicians and their patients to help them to identify the most appropriate molecular tests for their tumors to get the tests done and then explain the results. Through the process of working with individual patients, N of One established a knowledge base of biomarkers, genes and variants in the context of different cancer types linked with drugs that had emerging or established evidence that they could target those biomarkers. The N of, team work, the N of One team worked with Foundation Medicine as they launched and wrote all of their reports for the first two and a half years of Foundation One. In 2012, we began working with large hospital systems and other commercial laboratories, taking in the results of patient molecular tests and providing reports. And by 2016, we had partnered with over 30 clinical laboratories to provide clinical interpretation. We support leading reference labs in the US, including Garden, Neogenomics and Quest, as well as other commercial labs and academic partners. In 2019, we joined Kyogen, having generated reports for over 100,000 patient cases with a deep knowledge base covering over 1,800 genes and over 100,000 unique variants. And these numbers continue to grow every day as we have now processed over 240,000 cases. These slides are immediately out of date as soon as they're created. 
In 2020, our professional interpretation service has expanded clinical interpretation services to Europe and have now integrated with QCI Interpret to create QCI Interpret One, an end-to-end -end clinical interpretation product that takes the user from VCF to final report. QCI Interpret One accesses the accumulated knowledge of N of 1, which has assembled over 12 years of manual expert clinical interpretation by full-time dedicated PhD scientists. The scientists undergo a rigorous training process, including defined practices for analysis and interpretation of scientific studies. QCI Interpret 1 provides report-ready variant and disease-specific interpretation summaries on all kinds of biomarkers, including SNVs, indels, fusions, and CNVs, as well as support for microsatellite instability and tumor mutation burden. The variants are described specifically in terms of their molecular impact and are classified according to the AMP guidelines published in 2017. Variant and disease-specific clinical evidence covering potential therapeutic options as well as prognostic and diagnostic significance where applicable, is reviewed and approved by a team of practicing medical oncologists. This team of oncologists practices across the oncology subspecialties and have been collaborating with the N of 1 team for many years. The QCI one, Interpret 1 interpretation also includes summaries of disease and gene-specific relevant treatment guidelines, as well as analysis of multivariant interactions, as Beata mentioned earlier, between variants in the same gene or between different genes. These interactions are selected based on the level of evidence and pre-curated based on the literature, and detection and analysis of these interactions can be fully automated and reported. As of today, as I mentioned, over 240,000 cases have been interpreted with over 200,000 unique somatic variants across 1,000 genes and over 1,000 cancer subtypes. The curated knowledge supporting QCI Interpret 1 is generated from these patient cases, and we continue to add approximately 5,000 new variants every month. The expert written interpretation summaries within QCI Interpret 1 are configurable. The information is highly structured and users can configure which sections they would like to view within the user interface and within the final report. We've pre-configured three options, a complete option, which contains the deepest and richest information, a concise option, which contains only the highest level summary information, and an intermediate version. The configurations are flexible in the event that the pre-configured options do not meet a user's needs. So how does this information appear in the user interface? When Beata left off on the review and report page, she'd click the submit for expert interpretation button. And typically within a few minutes, this page is then populated with the variant and disease specific expert interpretations. In the overall interpretation section, you will see information that applies to the case as a whole, summaries of any applicable treatment guidelines, including ELN and WHO, and reference descriptions of any variant interactions. Below, you will see the list of reportable variants and the expert interpretation column has now been populated with colored squares, with green indicating that the experts agreed with QCI and yellow indicating a disagreement. If you click on the triangle next to the gene, you can open the expert interpretations. 
Here we have opened the FLIT3 variant, and you can see we are showing an example of the rich content at the deepest level of detail. The content is highly standardized and structured and always in the same order so that the user always knows where to look for a given piece of information. For example, if they want to know if the variant is associated with sensitivity to any drugs, they would look down to the drug sensitivity section. If they wanted to know the specific molecular impact of the mutation on the gene, they would look up to the molecular function section. Sections for diagnostic and prognostic significance are also included, as you can see here. Though, although these sections are seldom populated in solid tumor cases, where the evidence and utility of prognostic and diagnostic impact of molecular alterations is less extensive, prognostic and diagnostic information has more impact in hematologic cancers and neuro-oncology, as you can see in the case of this FLT3 variant. Still, all sections are always included so that the user always knows where to look. Additionally, every sentence is referenced so that if a user does want to review the primary evidence, it is provided. The interpretation is fully transparent to the evidence that was used to build it. The content from the expert interpretation can be used as a second set of eyes to help verify and give confidence in the variant classification and interpretations. For example, the variant shown here is a JAK3 truncation that was computed as a tier three unknown significance, or variant of unknown significance. In this case, the expert interpretation is in agreement with the QCI computed classification. The JAK3 truncation is likely deleterious to the protein, but because activation of JAK3 has been implicated in cancer, the relevance to cancer of a JAK3 truncation is uncertain. The expert interpretation in this case supports the computed classification. I would also like to point out the edit button here. The users have editorial control to refine the content for the report in the event that they would like to add or remove a piece of information, change wording, or otherwise revise the content. These changes can be saved and will be easily accessible for future cases. After the lab director has reviewed all the variants that they wish to review and made any desired changes to content or classification, they are ready to preview and sign out the report. The buttons at the top of this page allow flexibility to assign reports within different users and different roles within an organization, so that if a variant scientist is working on a case, for example, they can assign it to another scientist or to a lab director for sign out. The user can also click the preview report button to generate a PDF report. And here is an example of the draft report. The version you see here is the QCI Interpret 1 report template, but it can be customized for individual laboratories, incorporating logos and making other changes. Additionally, the content can be exported via XML and uploaded into a laboratory's own report template, allowing the laboratory ultimate flexibility to build its own report and establish a brand. At the top, you see an overall content comment, which can be composed in the user interface. If no overall comment is supplied, this section is not included in the draft report. The variants are presented on the summary page according to the guidance in the AMP guidelines. Tier 1 contains variants of strong clinical significance, variants that are associated with therapies approved within the specific indication or with level A or B prognostic or diagnostic significance, and the FLT3 um, ITD or internal tandem duplication shown in this example meets both of those criteria. Also shown here are therapies with evidence of resistance as well as clinical trials. 
Tier 2 contains variants of potential clinical significance. Also shown on this page are variants with biological significance, clearly pathogenic variants and likely drivers of cancer, but with no available targeted therapies or trials and without significant prognostic or diagnostic significance. And as Beata pointed out earlier, the front page also has pointers that inform the user to information about interactions as gu and guidelines, as well as a table of contents. Getting into the body of the report, at the top of the page, there is a guideline section, which appears when applicable, and this contains a summary of disease-specific guidelines that are relevant to the detected biomarkers, in this case, FLT3 and NPM1. The interaction section summarizes interactions between variants. As described earlier, the interactions are researched by our team of PhD scientists and reviewed and confirmed by our oncologists. They must reach a defined level of evidence for inclusion. Interactions can affect drug sensitivity and resistance. They can also modulate the prognostic implications, and combinatorial variants can be used to inform diagnosis. In this case, there is some conflicting evidence with respect to prognosis. FLT3 is associated with poor prognosis, while NPM1 is associated with good prognosis in AML. The interaction text explains that NPM1 mutation in the presence of FLT3 internal tandem duplication is associated with intermediate prognosis. Treatment options are shown on this page. The users have the options to review and select from proposed therapies directly or to automatically report the therapies using a predefined reporting policy as Beata described earlier. And the text here describes the information contained on the drug label. Similarly, clinical trials can also be manually or automatically selected and are shown here organized by phase. The next page shows the detailed clinical interpretation that has been provided through the Expert Interpretation Service. In this slide, we are showing the most detailed, rich information. As I mentioned earlier, the amount of content displayed is configurable. The more concise content is supported by the rich content seen here. You always know that even if you are only reading the concise content, the detailed research has been done by the N of 1 team. The information is highly structured and presented in increasing levels of detail. The information shown first at the top is the high-level summary. What kind of variant is this? What is the role of variants in this gene in cancer? Are there any therapies to target this gene? The disease summary gives the most important information about this gene and this disease. The next sections get into the biological relevance of the alteration. Molecular function describes the impact of this specific variant on the protein, along with all the supporting references. What does this variant do? Is it activating? Is it inactivating? What is the evidence? Are there biochemical studies demonstrating kinase activation? Or does this mutation lead to transformation of cancer cells, tumors, and mice? What is the incidence of alteration in this gene in this cancer type? And for the role in disease, what role does this gene play in the development of cancer in general or this cancer type specifically? The next sections describe the clinical relevance of the alteration. Is there diagnostic or prognostic significance for this mutation? Does the mutation predict sensitivity to any drugs, resistance to any drugs? And then the most detailed information, the clinical evidence section. This section provides detailed data to support the more summary level information that precedes it. 
The information summarizes data from individual clinical trials, and it is specific to the cancer type and organized by the phase of the information from which the data is derived. This information tends to be most often used by academic laboratories and molecular tumor boards. It allows them to see the specifics of the data without needing to take the time to do the research, identify, and read the papers. This is an example of a concise version of the report. As explained earlier, the content sections included are flexible, but this is one example of the high-level information that might be most critical without including all of the supporting details. So to summarize, QCI Interpret 1 brings together the knowledge and expertise from the Kyogen knowledge base and over a decade of N of 1 expert interpretation to create an end-to-end -end solution that is unparalleled in the field. QCI Interpret 1 combines flexible software with state-of-the-art interpretation that allows users to confidently interpret variants using the power of computed classifications and a second set of expert eyes. QCI Interpret 1 helps laboratories to accelerate turnaround time by providing expert-curated, oncologist-reviewed written summaries that can be directly added to a report or edited to reflect the preference of the laboratory. In the end, the user has full editorial control over the classifications, content, drugs, and clinical trial, as well as the design of the report that can be configured to fit the needs and brand of the lab, all of which will help a laboratory to differentiate and succeed in the market. And with that, we thank you for your attention and we'd be happy to take any questions. If you would like to request a demo, please go to the displayed website or Google QCI Interpret 1 to access the website for requesting a demo. Thank you for your attention.